Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. All righty. Welcome and cheers, everyone. As I as I say with my, my big-ass Yeti mug that I've got here filled with ice cold water. Uh, one sec, little sippy sip to kick this mini-sode off. And yeah, so welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to mini-sode number nine on the More Than Fitness Podcast. And today's topic is something that anybody who is trying to gain muscle mass, lose body fat, get stronger, and just improve their overall general health uh, has questions about, right? And so today's topic is going to be everything that you need to know about cardio. Uh, I actually had a friend recently uh, he's, he's more of the, he's more of the cardio guy. I'm definitely more of the lifting guy. And I haven't, I haven't been on a formal run in a very long time. And the other day I went back home. He's, he still lives in my hometown and, uh, I went back home and he was like, Hey dude, just like, let's meet up. Let's get a run in. We'll run around the park. Right. And I, I went home and I was like, reluctantly, I, he, he talked me into agreeing to going on this run and I was like, cool, let's just do a lap or two around the park and, and that'll be it. And I was like, I can do that. And that's totally fine. Well, <laughs> I, you fast forward to literally like halfway through the first lap. And I was like, oh my God, I, I am dying. I, I lift weights literally at least four times a week. And then I was going on this run and I was like, oh, I am completely out of shape and a fat piece of shit. Right. Uh, but, but yeah, he, he was, and, and then even more so, me and this guy used to play football together and, and we've been friends for a very long time. Um, and we're both competitive, of course. And so we get done with like the, the first or second lap. He's like, come on, dude, let's just do one more. He's like, you can do one more. And I was like, of course, I don't want to be a pussy. So of course I said yes. And then so I ended we ended up doing another freaking lap. And I of course I can't show my weakness, right? And so I'm toughing it out and I run through. And then uh we 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 say our goodbyes and stuff, and then I go home and I just remember aching for the rest of the day. I could I could barely walk literally the rest of the day because my ankles were hurting, my hip flexors were hurting, so many different tendons and ligaments and parts of my body that I thought, again, I lift weights all the time. I feel like I'm a pretty fit person and yeah no running really just humbled me so that was that was my um kind of wake up call that maybe I should move a little bit more on a daily basis um but yeah that's 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 kind of what I want to talk about today because some people uh they hate cardio just like me and it's it's there's something that they think that they necessarily have to do if they're trying to lose body fat and that's simply not the case. So I've got a few questions here that I just want to run through that'll make the structure of this easy because this is obviously this could be an hour long podcast in itself, but I'm going to try and I'm going to try and rush through these um, and try and give you guys as much value as possible um, in the limited amount of time that I have. So the very first question that everyone asks is, should you do cardio? Um, and for, for fat loss and muscle gain, it's, it's for, for either objectives, it's definitely not necessary just because you're trying to lose body fat doesn't mean, okay, I automatically need to cut calories and I automatically need to start doing cardio. Uh, it's just, it's, it's just not the case for in strictly fat loss terms, right? Cause obviously cardio has tons of cardiovascular benefits as far as general health goes. So everybody should probably do some form of cardio in the sense of just walking around, getting your steps in, whatever, hitting the eight to 10,000 steps a day. That's 
that's a good point. That's a good starting point for a lot of people as far as keeping your cardiovascular t- activity up uh, or just walking on a treadmill, walking on an incline, something like that. Nothing crazy. You don't have to be Lance Armstrong out here riding a bike around your city. Um, but for both of them, they're not necessary. Uh, I've had plenty of clients that I work with with their fat loss goals and they haven't done any cardio at all, uh, but they've lost pounds and pounds of fat. And if your goal is fat loss, you have to use cardio as a tool. And if, again, putting this strictly in terms of fat loss, cardio burns calories. You, you run, you jog, you walk, uh, you ride the bike, you're just, you're just burning calories. So you know that if we're trying to lose body fat, we need to create a caloric deficit. So we need to burn more calories than we're consuming. And you can do that by either eating fewer calories or moving more. It's as, it's as simple as that. And, but the thing is, is there's going to come a point in your diet where lowering your calories more um, through food, uh, increasing your caloric deficit by reducing the amount of food you eat is, is going to be hard because let's say you're already eating 1600 calories a day and you're already struggling with your hunger and things like that uh, at that amount. So the next logical thing to do is to, okay, instead of reducing your calories by a hundred um, each day, why not instead just add in a little bit of cardio, maybe 20 minutes of cardio three or four times a week. And that's going to allow you to create a larger caloric deficit without taking away food. So again, it's just a tool um, to use. But again, there's a spectrum here. And if you start to overuse it, that's whenever you're going to start to, to run into some issues as far as uh, muscle retention and muscle gain goes right? Because, and and to move into the, if your goal is, is muscle gain and you're trying to, uh, incorporate some cardio again, definitely not necessary. You could do it for just general health benefits, but whenever you're trying to gain muscle, you're going to be in a caloric surplus, uh, for the most part. And it's like doing cardio and burning more calories is only going to make reaching that goal of a calorie surplus harder, right? So you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot and just making it harder for yourself. Um, or let's say that you're like a fat piece of shit and you just want to eat food all the time. And so you're like, okay, I'm going to do a little bit of cardio to kind of counterbalance my excess caloric intake. Um, but again, as I'm going to get into cardio actually doesn't burn as many calories as people think. So that's another thing that you have to be careful of. Um, and also there's such thing as the interference effect. And so whenever you do cardio, it's you're, you're working your aerobic energy systems. So th- these are your energy systems that are are dominating for the most part whenever you're doing endurance type exercises. So i.e. running and not lifting. Uh, but then you have lifting, which is anaerobic, and this is going to be short bursts of energy use, right? Um, you're going to have an interference effect between these two because your body's trying to become efficient at both of these things and you're kind of pulling it in both directions. So it's going to be mediocre in both of them. So it's not necessarily going to hurt your muscle gain or or uh, you're going to lose muscle or get fat or anything like that. It's just going to slow down the rate at which you can gain muscle or if you're in a caloric deficit, retain the muscle mass that you already have. So you have to be careful uh, about adding in too much cardio. So the minimum effective dose is going to be um, your your best bet. Um and, and for some people, you just like doing cardio. And whenever I say cardio, this could be outdoor activities. You could go hiking and everything like that. But you just have to remember if 
if lifting is most important, if you're mostly focused about gaining muscle, you have to be careful about how much uh, extracurricular activities you're actually putting in. This could be basketball. This could be hiking. Um, this could be jogging around the park. This could be um, circuit training, whatever, whatever it is that floats your boat. You just have to be careful of that because of the interference effect. Okay. Uh, next up is, okay, so you do want to do cardio. What type should you do? So you have low intensity, steady state. Um, which is basically walking. Then you have moderate intensity steady state, which is like jogging. And then you have high intensity interval training, which is which is just running and sprinting, right? Here's the thing. They all work, right? Don't get caught up in the weeds about trying to figure out which one is the best because the, the research has been pretty clear that they all work just about the same um, whenever everything is matched, right? Uh, but here's the thing. The only thing is with high intensity interval training, which... A lot of people feel like a badass whenever they do, and that's cool and all. However, you do have to understand that if you're doing HIT, um, it's going to affect your recovery more. I mean, it's just simple whenever you think about it. Sprinting is going to be harder on your recovery than walking is going to be, right? So that's something that you have to take into consideration. So if you work out like a maniac in the gym, maybe doing HIT training on the side on your off days or something like that is actually counterproductive to what you're trying to do. If you work out like a maniac, it might be a good idea to actually do some walking to supplement what you're doing in the gym and vice versa. If you don't break a, a lot of a sweat in the gym, maybe interval training could be good for you. Let's say you only go to the gym two or three times a week. Well, then your recovery is probably going to be okay right? Then you can add in some more HIIT training and stuff like that. But for the most part, if you're going to the gym four, five, six times a week already and lifting weights, your your fatigue is already going to be pretty high. So you don't want to add on top of that more cardio, right? More HIIT cardio. So in that case, I would stick with, uh, I would stick with walking. Um, and just th this could be this could be anything as far as cardio equipment goes. Again, it doesn't matter. The only thing I would choose I would choose the bike. That that's great because there's not a lot of eccentric loading there. Um, you're just pedaling forward, right? Uh, so it's going to be very easy on your your muscles and your joints, um, and then also your overall fatigue. It's not going to be very fatiguing. Uh, the incline treadmill is another one that I love. Uh, the elliptical is great. The rower is great. I would not advise running and sprinting. And the, I wouldn't advise running and sprinting for most people because most of your running form is dog shit. So I know there's a lot of wannabe athletes out there that want to be functional and athletic and everything and sprinting sounds cool. Um, however, let's, let's remember what the goal is here. You're not, you know, trying out for the NFL. So let's, let's relax a little bit and prevent injury. That's going to be way more important than, um, killing yourself by sprinting or something. But some of you can sprint and you do enjoy sprinting. And, and if that's the case, I would at least advise sprinting up a hill. That's going to be a little bit easier on your joints. It's going to be harder uh, overall without trying to kill yourself, right? Um, and yeah, it's just going to be a safer form of performing that exercise. So run up a hill uh, or sprint up a hill. That would be um, a little bit better. But the bottom line is choose whichever cardio modality you enjoy the most and that you can um, stick to the longest and, and just, just do that. Uh, that'll be, that'll be totally fine. Uh, and then as far as how much you should do, of course, this is going to be very dependent for a lot of people. Um, but again, the amount of calories that you burn doing cardio is 
going to be much less than a lot of people think. Um, so for example, if you're an eight, 180 pound person doing 60 minutes of moderate intensity cardio, uh, so the entire hour you're doing a moderate intensity cardio, so you're jogging at a pretty hefty pace this entire hour, you're going to burn about 486 calories, which is still solid, right? If you can jog for that, like me jogging for an hour, like I can laugh at that. Like there's no way that's going to happen. Um, you're going to burn 486 calories. It's like, or you could just skip out on eating those couple chocolate chip cookies after dinner, and then you would have the same effect. So it's much more efficient to focus on your diet for fat loss as opposed to just adding in more cardio as far as time efficiency goes, because it takes you 30 seconds to choose to not to eat that donut, but it takes you an hour to burn off those same amount of calories that are in that donut, right? So that's something that you definitely need to consider uh, when, when choosing how much cardio you do based off of how many uh, calories you're trying to burn on a daily basis. So definitely um, choose wisely what you want to put your emphasis on. Um, and just as a few rapid fire cardio questions. Um, so when should you do it? I recommend doing it post-workout or on rest days. Again, this is going to de decrease that interference effect. If you work out before the gym or if you uh, do cardio before the gym, then your your workout is going to suffer. You're not, your performance isn't going to be as good in the gym, of course, because you're tired from the cardio you just did. So if you could, save it for post-workout and even better, space it six hours apart from your actual workout or do it on a rest day. The further apart that you can get it from your actual training session, the less that you have to worry about it um, interfering with anything. All right, next is which is better, fasted or fed cardio? Again, lots of research has been on, done on this. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Whichever one that you want to do and you feel better doing, I would I would do that. However, if you want to retain as much muscle mass as possible, I would say that having a small meal, maybe just like a protein shake and a banana or something like that before you go in and do the cardio is probably going to be uh, the better choice. And also if you're hungry and you're starving or whatever and you're trying to do cardio, um, your performance isn't going to be as good. Think about sprinting with a, uh, you know, a, a bagel in your stomach or some oatmeal or something compared to absolutely nothing, right? And you say you're starving and you're trying to sprint at full speed. Your performance is probably going to be a little bit better whenever you have the fuel source uh, readily available. Um, okay. Can cardio build muscle? If you, if you're a beginner to lifting weights or you're an older person and you just don't have much muscle to begin with, Yes, it's very possible that cardio could create enough of a stimulus um, to your muscles to build them up. However, uh, for most of you listening to this, it's it's highly unlikely. And so if you're doing the stair stepper or something like that to create muscle mass, or if you're trying to do hit to, to build your legs, I would highly recommend to focus on your leg training as opposed to the cardio that you're doing. Again, these are you're you're making it much difficult, much more difficult on yourself. Um, uh, in, a, in a less efficient manner to accomplish a, a goal that would be easier doing something else. Um, does walking count as cardio? Yes. And it's my most recommended form of cardio. If you're going to start doing cardio, just start walking outside and even better, stay off your phone, look around, enjoy yourself, try to clear your mind. Um, and so, yeah, that can be, that can be super healthy, um, for you. Um, so the battle ropes, the kettlebell circuits, um, do, do those work? And yet, of course they do work, but you have to remember that they will affect your recovery more. 
So if you're lifting tons of weight and then you try and stack that on top of it, again, you're going to have, you're going to have some issues there. So just be careful of that. And your risk of injury is obviously going to go up higher as well. If you're doing circuit training and you're lifting weights and your form could start to uh, fail because you're so tired from the entire circuit. So that's something that you have to uh, consider, consider as well. Do I burn more fat if I wear a hoodie and sweat a lot? The answer is no, you just sweat more and you increase your risk of dehydration and passing out. Sure, you can lose some some water weight. So in the short term, yeah, you might lose a little bit more weight. However, as soon as you start eating carbs again, you're 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 going to put that water weight right back on. As soon as you start eating food again, not just carbohydrates, um, you're going to start putting some of that water weight back on. So it's just like, don't worry about your water weight because that doesn't matter. It's going to fluctuate. Instead, focus on, on fat loss. Um, Okay. I think that's, uh, that's just about it. So what's your thoughts on programs like Orange Theory and SoulCycle? Uh, I think they're great if those are the only workouts you're doing. Um, but they aren't going to be optimal to building or retaining muscle mass. Uh, if, if that's your main goal, because again, they're, they're super hard to recover from. If you're only lifting two or three times a week, sure, you can sprinkle those in. You enjoy doing them more power to you. However, if you think that that's going to, um, build tons of muscle mass and and be a great supplement to a program of of doing four to five six lifting days per week i would i would highly reconsider uh um, you doing that and that should be it so i hope that has helped you with a lot of your cardio questions i'm sure there's plenty more that i didn't cover if you have any questions please send me a dm send me an email and i'd be happy to help But that is mini-sode number nine on the More Than Fitness podcast. And thank you, as always, for listening. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at mattmcleod6. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I uh, and get the word out there. Uh, Also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, And anything else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.